We're off to the Volksoper at this point in our week in Vienna, where a new production of the Threepenny Opera has been attracting critical fruit and vegetables in the Austrian press. But the brickbats bounce off Maurice Leynard, the director of the Volksoper studio and part of Manifesto, a programme trying to rethink how, and indeed why, opera gets done. For its first production, Leynard has taken the scalpel to a Brecht and Weil classic, cross-casting both the crime kingpin Mac Heath and Jenny, the woman who does him, or her in this case, wrong. Who'd be surprised if people got upset? Certainly not Maurice Lenard. My name is Maurice Lenard. I'm a director and the artistic director of the Young Artists Program at the Fox of We're in the middle of the ninth district in beautiful Vienna, looking on the train station Wieringer Straße Volksoper, a beautiful ar- architecture as we see it in all over Vienna from Otto Wagner. I'm very happy about that gorgeous view, even though I hear trains from time to time, but still, it, the view makes up for that. And built into the train station over there is even is a bit of the Volksoper. Yes, we have a rehearsal stage there, even two rehearsal stages. We live all around here. We're not only in the Opera House, but all around. From a, from a family that has nothing to do with classical music. Um, I brought my parents to the opera for the first time. I got a, a, a recording of a Magic Flute. It's the classic, a Magic Flute for children from uh, an uncle of mine. And I could not stop listening to that. I was incredibly scared um, in a way. It was pretty small, um, and but I loved it. I loved that that it was so dramatic that it was also scary and and uh, yeah I loved every bit of it and I think that was kind of my that was the the starting point and yeah I think we found each other Volksoper Wien did not have a studio program um, for over 50 years and when Lotte de Beer, when it was clear that she's going to be the new director of, of the Volksoper, one big um, goal for her was to not only make um, a program for singers, but also a de- sort of development program for the whole genre. So using in the best way uh, the ideas, the questions, the criticism of young singers um, towards music theatre, um, towards our business um, to create friction, to create marvelous singers and actors and stage performers, but also see what they have in mind, what their idea of the future is. I think that is, that is one of the main questions and struggles every music theater, every opera house has. We realize that we might have missed in the last years to really get in contact with a new, younger audience. And I am very fond of the idea to say, getting in touch with that audience through 
the actual performers on stage that might be the same age, that might share the same background and interests in other things, not only theater, but in lifestyle, in music, uh, different than, than operatic music. The focus of that is this idea that, that, that each production creates a manifesto. The production we have here at the moment, the Threepenny Opera, is the first to, to follow this model. So maybe describe that model a yeah. little bit. That was also an idea of Lotte de Bain and, and, and the team to have one production per season that is called the Manifesto uh, production. That sounds like a huge word, like a manifesto is something heavy, but it's an opportunity to show, to give a platform to the questions that we have. Like, what are the things, how do we work together? How do we want to work together? What is, what is a hierarchy in, in, in theatre in the future? What is a hierarchy in a, in a creative team? Um, for example, um, we're not a collective where everybody does everything a bit. We have our special fields, but we're always working together. Like, there is no meeting that we're not doing all together. Um, from the get-go, we discussed the whole concept together. Where did the idea for the cross-casting come from, or what, at what stage did it appear? Um, did you arrive in the room with it? Yes, sort of. <laughs> or let's say it was in my belly. <laughs> it wasn't in the brain yet. And it was this kind of idea where we're, we're talking for half an hour, we're talking for 40 minutes, we're talking for an hour. And at, at some point I just have to say, you know, I have to say it. Like, my intuition is telling me it has to be a woman. Because that is something that has been done a lot in spoken theater. Because you just don't have the obstacle of the singing voice. But all these things, looking on the history of cross-gender and, 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 and using different voice types for the same role, it's all been there. We are just talking about voice types for different roles. The roles are not rewritten to make uh, Mac, who's Sona MacDonald, to make Mac uh, a woman. It's just played by a woman. Absolutely. It's, it's as much as a... Um, in German we have the word Behauptung. It's... it's, it's um, we're pretending, we're pretending, and that is everything we do. Um, and that, that sometimes when people talk to me about realism, it's hard for me to understand, because we're watching people for three hours to sing to each other. Where do you want the realism? Like, isn't it gone from the first second? The difference is not that Mackie is a woman in our reading, but the person that plays it is a woman, and that changes the perspective of the audience. And I think in many scenes, you kind of forget about it when it's not really relevant. And then you have moments where they, Oliver as Jenny sings, and then I was pregnant. And then in these moments, you'll sound like, oh. And these little wake-ups for me are why we chose to, to, to do that. So many things have not been well received first. <laughs> and uh, um, I was actually 100% uh, um, ready for booze, also in the premiere. We took everything or so many things that are dear to people from that piece. So <laughs> we, we can't be surprised. But it's not that every director that puts a different perspective on a piece wants to destroy an opera. 
Maurice Leynard there watching the trains go by at the Volksoper Vienna. And you can catch up with all our Vienna voices in this week's Culture File Weekly in its usual place, Saturday tea time, 6.30pm, here on RTE Lyric FM.